I come from a tribe that celebrated oh, several notable deaths with that. Yep. All right, we're going to start tonight with a correction. You know, we could have had a pool party when Gaddafi died. Fucking shut up. Okay. Last night, I said it was June 5th, and it was actually June 6th. So, 5th and 6th. LOL. It started on the 5th. We didn't go over to midnight. What are you talking about? Normandy. Uh, what? Uh, I'm not talking about Normandy. What are you talking about? The Last fucking night. date. What? The fucking date. Oh, on the show. Like I Got said, it. correction. Last night I said it was the 5th when it was actually June 6th. All right. So that's my correction. So cool. good evening. That's a level it's of granular Tuesday, truth that you should respect the internet. June yeah, you 7th, because you're dumb, but. 2022. Welcome back to Boomer Rex Tonight, your nearly daily source for news and politics. I'm Risen Lady Heathen. Hey, asshole. What separates our show from other millennial news podcasts? That you've got a dumb boomer. And an innate suspicion of nostalgia that I think makes us resistant to a lot of the eternally rebooting that we seem to do with the cultural memory. Yeah. We have a boomer, and not just any boomer. We have Mr. Boomer Rex himself. Yeah, and he'll see if he can avoid future mistakes in this show. You two eat, sleep, and breathe politics that I'm learning. That's three unique perspectives we share along with the facts from our literal round table. Um, there's probably more of a Peter Pan's Lost Boys social structure to um, Gen X and Millennials. Okay. In terms of just social hierarchy. Uh-huh. Yeah. You just, sometimes when you bump into things, it's... You're very much a boomer. You're very much a corporate boomer. In a good way. Like, I, you're the best of the understanding that the one benefit corporations have is that sooner or later, someone's going to fucking call. Yeah. Sure. And you're going to have to deliver a product, and that product will do X or not. And if it catches okay. fire, people are going to get fired and maybe sued. Right. And perhaps annoyed. Yeah. All right. And probably not. Probably not enough. There's probably a lot broken. But it gave, like, you can at least sing the song of the capitalists in a way that I, even tonight, when we were talking to Boy Scouts. Yep. You saw that he had an instant flash the same way that I do when, no, yep. no, they're the devil. Oh. Or at least they've stood in the room too often when bad things happen. That's why your name right. is Mud Capitalists. So, these two can't shut up tonight, but let's dig right into our headlines. Scientists announce a breakthrough in determining life's origin on Earth. What okay, so it's a, it's a new theory. Um, one of the problems with... Be panspermia. I, panspermia is a really interesting idea, um, and we'll see where that goes as we gain more knowledge right. of the, of now, the we have to We have to turn now, because we've talked about it exactly as long as you can before the kids from that horrible fucking Aliens prequel show up yeah, I know. and start talking about it. So what was yeah. your, what's the origin of Earth? Okay, so one of the problems with the Drake equation is the probability oh. that life will arise wow. in yada, yada, yada. And we have, for some time, pointed to some exceedingly complicated chemistry that you look at and go, guys, I, you know, you can say, well, you know, there was, you know, this reaction happened here and that reaction, and, and you get a kind of a long string of reactions that at some point you say, I'm not at all sure all of these happened, right? So why is there life? So... Or at least that's what Q said in Star Trek. The great god of change. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, um, there's a new study 
that takes a much simpler approach. It's led, it's led by Elisa Biondi. And the study shows nothing more that um, all you have to do is have nucleoside triphosphates percolate through basaltic glass, which was everywhere Ooh. on Earth. Absolutely everything well, continuously Earth. refreshed by the volcanoes and so on. It's probably elsewhere too, right? Yep. Doesn't that mean life's probably anyway. Um any place that has um impacts and volcanism, you would expect the basaltic glasses to be available. Right. And it's you know, this is this I'm is gonna fucking wonderful. green shake. Barnabas, get your coat. Anyway. It's a whole new idea on how one strings together, you know, one to 200 nucleotides, right, to get RNA kind of started, right? So, much simpler chemistry on surfaces we know were available bloody everywhere, right? This is is interesting. So, anyway, um, you know, that's that's a little bit of progress. All right. No, that sounds wildly yeah. more prevalent than the long, more complex version. Oh yeah, and no, that that's the whole attraction to it, right? Is the ability to say, yeah, I could, I could see that happening, right? So anyway, yeah, no. Well, all right, so that's cool. Um, why U.S. gas prices are at a record and why they'll stay high for a long time. Because yeah, turns out the board of directors' kids have d- uh, two Must problems. Braces. Just fucking mangled. Yeah. They're Absolutely. horrible. They're ghastly to behold. All right. So anyway, Russia's invasion of Ukraine is a major chunk of the increase in, in gas prices. Um, however, there are a bunch of, of factors that stack up and, you know, are raising the price of gas. Right. So first and foremost, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, which took a bunch of Russian oil off the market. Uh-huh. Right. So now you have a smaller market. Right. But the second thing is China is ending their lockdown. So they're now needing more oil and they're out in the market buying yeah. oil. Um, and everybody was locked down. Everybody in America wants to take a vacation. So they're all out buying gasoline and driving around. They're buying right? motorcycles at a rate that has broken the motorcycles. Yeah, it just, um, but the other one, and the one which I think probably dominates is that U.S. producers are very reluctant to increase production on, on oil because they're making a killing in the current market, oh, yeah. right? So it's anything the traffic will bear. <clears throat> but they have not increased production, right? And this is not a matter of, you know, needing to drill baby drill. It's get some wells back into production and so yeah. forth. And they're very reluctant to do that. Part of that is they don't think the market will stay that high that long. I understand that. But in the interim, they need to quit price gouging I wonder because if they're, they're absolutely doing that. Oh, yeah. No, it's interesting making... enough that the mothballed other facilities that we took offline as oil yes. left the other... Right, so there's no need for new drills. No. It's bringing the kids that ran the last one, which isn't the rough Right, next. and restart the pump. Oh, yeah. shit, rough next. You know whose job robots could do? No, but part of their price gouging um, and proof of that is um, they're having 70-year record profits. Yeah. What more evidence do you need that they are price gouging than the fact that they are making record profits? If they were taking any kind of a hit or just raising it to cover the costs, they would not be making 70-year 
Have the stock buybacks stopped? No. Or is that the smart thing to do in this? I, I'm genuinely asking. Um, I, I understand the economics. Is stock buybacks right. boost your, your stock price because there's less stock in circulation, right? Yeah. It, it makes each outstanding share worth more. Agreed. Um, is it something companies should be doing? Um, it's in a defense against leverage buyout. Yeah. So, anyway. A buyout a day keeps the musks away. All right, exhausted Russian troops complain about hunger and cold in TikTok videos. So, we were wondering how long Russia can sustain and so forth and so on. So, um, they've made some military gains in, the, in Ukraine, right? But they still have the same completely shitty supply and very high casualty rates. And some Russian units are expressing publicly their exhaustion and displeasure with battlefield conditions. Um, some have gone so far as to question Russia's invasion of Ukraine, if it's even legal. So, in any case, this is all from the Guardian, right? I Guardian gets to places that. Yeah, they do. I, the British get to places that have always surprised me. So, some of the things they said: our personnel have faced hunger and cold. Um, for a significant period, we were without any material, medical, or food support. Um, given the continuous presence and the fact uh, that amongst our personnel, there are people with um, chronic medical issues, people with mental issues, you know, questions arise about why these are being ignored by the higher-ups. So one Russian soldier said, he said over 70% of those who are here were previously decommissioned because they physically can't fight. Over 90% have never fought before and saw their first Kalashnikov when they were put on the front line. <laughs> so if any of that is true, then we understand why the Russians have done so poorly. And yeah, they may have squandered some more frontline units in the east of Ukraine, but Guys, if you haven't sent enough to win, you're going to get whittled down. And that suits me fine. Kill some more Russians. Denazify and demilitarize some more fucking Russians. Yeah, I, they're not doing any... I, if you were doing this as a way to just build an army, yeah, right, fine, except none of the other complaints would be true, right? The food right. would be as good as you could do. Yep. Well, uh, the Russian army was never designed to support long campaigns. And we're going to find that out in eastern Ukraine. Yeah. Um, they've shortened some supply lines, which will help. But they were always a, basically a shock army, right? If they didn't make forward progress, they were going to run out of fuel and food and everything else because they do not have the logistical support that you need to keep an army going in the field. They have never had. They don't have now. They're not going to have. Behold what happens when you try and maintain a mythical number of World War II units. Right. So, and the other thing we found out, of course, is that their maintenance was for shit, no. and their people were for shit, and their Everything you get in a kleptocracy. Yep. No, it's one of and the... And they were easy to denazify and demilitarize. I love that phrase, thank you, Ukraine. It is one of those things that makes it easier for me in the times when I'm really worried that we're going to fuck this up and it's going to get not fucking around bad. Yeah. Um, that actually, no, because very probably we'll end up dumb in kleptocracy as opposed to something real scary. Yeah. And those just come apart. 
Yeah. Right. They can't keep good people. Everyone gets used to stuff falling off the edge of the truck, and we return to the grittier part of the late '80s and early '90s. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Scouts sell off camps under strain from sex abuse suits. Are you talking about the Boy Scouts? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So. I was very. Um, I I want to make a first comment, which is. Boy Scout leadership betrayed the organization for 30 years. and This, this was in its DNA from the jump when they copied it off the Touch-A-Kid Club in England or whatever it calls itself. I, peace and rapture. So they're trying to find ways to put together a $2.6 billion proposed bankruptcy settlement, settlement, which is designed to pay thousands of victims of child sexual abuse. What does the Boy Scouts own? Hmm? Oh, they own a lot. They own a whole bunch of the most beautiful camps you have ever seen in your life. Oh yeah, I've been to right? Boy Scout camps. I was a, yeah, but I they're was gonna a, get handed to some corporation now. Um, so we have people who are saying, um, you know, developers have bought up some, but there are people proposing a federal preservation effort to preserve those camps, and then, you know, I assume rent them out. Um, the, I think but, they would make good state land camps because a lot of these are in preservation areas already yeah at least the ones I, in new hampshire yep but still you just make it expensive enough and if they're good enough then it'll be expensive and we'll see but um so anyway senator richard blumenthal connecticut democrat thinks there may be federal funds available to buy scout properties and he's pointing out there's no time to waste yeah because the developers are we'll standing buy. in goddamn line yeah right they have money right now yeah, they no, and we're talking about just say a number. We're talking about camps and places yeah. that you can't buy yeah. now. So anyway. Um Oh, but maybe you can. Hold on. We'll see. Yep. The moneyed interest can smell. Yes. And then they'll go by the senators and the censors senators yeah. will piddle around and yep. you know, keep it in committee and they'll get to buy we'll the developers will get to buy what they want. So anyway, I if they're gonna babble on about Christian nationalism and get back into their muscular Christianity, because oh yeah, I remember reading about history in the thirties too. Well, fuck internet, you and I both know no one on you remembers the thirties, but um, not even I remember. Then the I want 30s. a muscular regulatory body. I just want to yeah. avoid muscular democracy. I, a muscular or fed. The strong and badass Uncle Sam that John Oliver was pointing to in the last episode. Right? Yep. Or whichever one back. Right. But that just goes out and condemns these properties. Oh no, that does the smart things. The kid that went up to Alaska to try and sell the fucking Alaskan kids on parks when everyone hated the parks. In fucking Alaska, where they could no shit kill you yep. and just be like, Well, oh, bear got him. And people would be like, Oh fuck, I guess a bear got him. So, and it worked because he just went down to the bar and talked about parks and what it meant to be outside and that people should be able to go outside and see these magical things. Because if you've been outside and camping and had a good time, you know that's an experience more people should have. And a frightening number of people are never going to get that chance because we keep doing this. Yep. Finding uh, some way we can't fix pickup problem when we need to fix a lot of problems. Yep. Well, again, the, the heart and soul of this is the $24 an hour minimum wage right and tax the rich that's the so one. that there's enough money in circulation that people are vaguely comfortable and are looking for things to do so let me support those two quickly because we say them all the time as not a glib answer but it's a longer calculus than okay that. um that that will lift the right uh rising tide lifts all boats awesome we've all heard it we used it way too much but yeah. 
that'll mean that everyone who's kind of getting by on not that now yep. will suddenly be doing pretty well and able to do the high school budgeting we taught on, like maybe not spend more than a third of their money on housing. Yep. So we'll right, see. But it also cranks down the stress level and so forth and so on. And once you've got that down a little bit, they really will be less vulnerable to the idiot yeah. ultra-right nonsense. They're going to take so. from you to give this other poor person when, hey, poor people were all getting fucked, and only some of the poor people seem to really have a problem understanding that you're poor too, stupid. Come here. Yep. All right. Boomerex is about damn time. Tell me the good news. So, um, if you look at California, there are several liberal Democrats who are in the fight of their lives because they were in charge and they were ineffectual. And they're about to be replaced by um, basically the rethug light, right? Um, it's always easy to argue centrism and fighting from a crowd. Oh, absolutely. So anyway, it turns out there are examples of liberals who didn't fall for that shit. What happened to them? So Seattle City Councilman, a council member, Kishama Sawant, and the Socialist Alternative Party have for nearly a decade, waged a very effective battle against the city's moneyed elites. Welcome. She and the SA adopted a series of unorthodox methods oh. to fight the ruling oligarchs, and in that confrontation exposed Democratic Party leadership as craven tools of the billionaire class. Jesus, yeah. So, which, yeah, it's true. So, we should study that, we should replicate it in city after city and state after state. Do we have any good examples of that? Um, she helped lead the fight in 2014 that made um, Seattle the first uh, major American city to adopt a $15 an hour minimum wage. Yep. Following a, a three-year struggle against Jeff Bezos, um, she and her allies pushed through attacks on big business that increased city revenues by an estimated $231 million a year. She was part of the movement that led to Seattle's successful ban on school year evictions of school children, their families, and school employees. And she was one of the ones who pushed to keep the landlords from evicting people during the COVID emergency. So, way to go, Kashama. Yeah, this is one of those, hell yeah, no, I'm all about that. Yep. I yeah. also worry when we do that type of solution. Mm-hmm. That all, all we've done is mean made it so people with competent lawyers can still absolutely generate cause. Um, um, you signed yeah, up. but you've taken a, a yeah. real step in the direction of oh, helping sure. working folks. Yeah. Right? And if you need to take more steps, well, yeah. you should be talking to the working folks who hope, helped about voting. No, I... She rejects sure. the attempts to placate the centers of power by resorting to moral persuasion, prioritizing peaceful opposition... This, she says, is a recipe for failure. And she's not interested in cordial relationships with big business, establishment politicians, the Democratic Party, or business lobbyists. They are the fucking enemy. Ah. We will not succeed, she says, talking nicely to convince rich people to hand out a few crumbs to those of us who have done. Yep. Yep. No. Go what? get them to Shama. Yep. That's wonderful. Way to go. That's how the entire... Democratic Party should be talking. Absolutely. And if you find a Democrat who's not talking that way, they're owned and operated by some business interest, yeah. and they should be voted out. 
rich people, you're going to need to, like, make the charity thing work and probably start writing checks with another set of zeros on it. Like, yeah. So. All right. Um, <clears throat> dumbass of the day. Is this times two? Was I writing that? No, it's just one. Oh, well, all right. Anyway. Um, so Fox News host um, Pete Hegseth mocked a colleague who speaks two languages and suggested that patriots only know Merkin language. So during an appearance on Fox and Friends, author Bill Hemmer revealed that he plays golf and speaks German. So after the discussion with Hemmer, co-host Steve Ducey tossed to Hegseth who was covering the primary elections from a diner in New Jersey, said, I don't play golf and I don't speak German. So Bill Hammer has both those on me. Yeah, it's true. I only speak one language, Merkin. This is the proud, ignorance. ignorant, loud and proud of yep. their ignorance, right? And so these are the people you think are going to run. Well, and otherism, intellectualism, and <laughs> the ability to have the second thought to... Right. Strive to think in things other than tweets and bumper stickers. Yeah. The indomining of America. Yep. Yeah. All right. Too crazy. What are they doing now? What? What are they doing? Oh, you're going to love this. So, Jaron Jackson, far right Christian nationalist, MAGA Republican, conspiracy theorist, he's running for a seat in the Oklahoma State Senate. And he hasn't been shy about posting unhinged videos, and you're about to recognize him. Back in March, he posted a rumble that depicted him shooting up an old printer. Yep. Oh, yeah. Which he, pre he presented as a Dominion voting machine. He says it's, he's calling on God to burn the whole place down because of Gay Pride Month. So, June the 1st marks the start of Gay Pride Month, an event that Jackson angrily rails against. Um, Fuck me, we really haven't been doing this for like a year. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the Sandy Gay video shows him angrily declaring Pride Month is in full swing. I think it would be deliciously ironic and eternally entertaining if God comes back today, gets us up out of here, and then burns the whole place down. Hey, you aren't going anywhere, we stupid. Gave, Your God is not going to save you from anything. We gave gay and as far as burning month. the place down, have you looked at the temperatures recently? And we gave gay people an entire ass month to party, and you think they're fucking in full swing on the 7th? I mean, like, it's going well, but... It, it would be amazing, yet. not only because it would be just and righteous and deserving, but because everybody who celebrates this godlessness which is very few, by the way. Um, so why are you so amped up about it, bro? I know. What? How does it hurt you? So, you know, people find it disgusting, especially straight dudes, the ick factor, straight to the ick factor. Yeah. Right? And so here's a man, right, just babbling on about something that doesn't affect him in the least. But standard refug. He wants to be up on one of the weirdy floats. And there aren't even any good weirdy floats anymore. No. Fucking pride. Come on. I remember the 90s. Where'd you go? Or the other alternative is that he protests... Don't be family-friendly. That's lame. ...that he protesteth too much and is self-loathing. Bring on the leather daddies. So, oh, know. yeah. I'm all about leather, leather daddies. They're fun. Okay. Uh, they use some fucking carnival-looking shit. Trump electors in Georgia were told to keep it secret. Okay. So this is guilty knowledge. They knew what they were doing was illegal. Ah. And they're keeping it secret. 
So anyway, um, there were several states that attempted to replace electors. Um, it was part of a plot by formal don former don President Donald Trump's campaign and legal team to somehow Orange overthrow man. the election simply by having supporters push their way into rooms where electors were. States like Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, New Mexico, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Georgia were all working to beat back against Democratic electors and stop Trump from being thrown out of the White House. Little known have a question. that fake Georgia electors were revealed in a series of emails that have now been made public. A staffer from the Trump campaign told Republicans on December the 13th that if they intend to overthrow the election count, they must do so in complete secrecy. I must ask for your complete discretion in this process, wrote Robert Sinners, um, who served as Trump's deputy campaign elections operation director in Georgia. So, anyway. These fucking idiots. Why are they always writing their crimes down? I love it. Like, it's not a crime to write down, by the way, we're going to do the crimes. Don't talk about it anymore. Yeah. I think we should use the Office of the Presidency as a cudgel in this. That's what I want to ask a JAG lawyer. So, the commanding officer of wherever does a crime. Yeah. And you need to talk to the people, right? So, what's the better way to do it? Rank who's it's that guy there, or... The commanding officer of this big place that everyone knows, it, this matters, right? The president of the United States attacked the United States Yep. in a way that they wrote down, burn after reading all this crimey shit or whatever they, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just, exactly. I was off on my own thing and I was listening and I heard all the words you said and they're all very yeah. good. But. Yeah. What we had was an insurrection against the United States of America and it was led by a man named Donald Trump. Yeah. The president of the United States. Yep. A man who violated his oath of office. Remember when and we used every... to get shouty about the color of fucking suits Obama would wear? Yeah. Now that was bringing shame to the oh, office. Yeah. Well, the other thing it? he's doing, he's having the presidential seal installed on a bunch of his golf courses. Of course. Right. Isn't that illegal? Can't we just Which go take Somebody that ought to just take a hammer to it. All right. So, so wouldn't you? Shut up, shut up, shut First off, I feel bad for the contractors who aren't going to get paid for that work. But. Okay. Fair. I would wait until it's done and then roll on them for that. You do know that you can't do that. Right. Or yeah, check this out. Isn't that like super like uh, okay? You can write property of the president of the United States on anything you fucking want. Just don't be surprised when the fucking president of the United States shows up and takes your shit away and be like, mm, you can come back when we're Not done. Now. Like an Airbnb, you don't have to pay for it or check in it. Because, well, when the helicopters landed, they were pretty much in charge. Yep. You go tell them they can't be here. What about All the right. Hoosets' wedding? Fuck them. Out of Families of students in Uvalde school shooting take legal action. Oh my God, sorry about this. Um, the only purpose for putting this in here, right, Yep. Um, is that Attorney Thomas J. Henry and his team are investigating the facts surrounding the school shooting. Yep. This includes how the, the gunman purchased guns and ammunition, how he was able to obtain entry, and the response by law enforcement. Bingo. Right. So none of the other parts mattered, but the lawsuit allows them into discovery where Bingo. they can compel witnesses. Oh, awesome. And now we're into right, produce these things. What processes right. did you put in place to make sure none of this shit got deleted? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of lawyer fighting to be done. Yep. All the other stuff's not going to be very interesting except for the police response because that's the yep. one that actually and there's something to learn from. Right. But again, once the suit is filed, they have the power of subpoena. 
Good. Away we go. Yeah. Awesome. No, this no, that that is what I was hoping. I would also to like be rude about things because like we're making a lot of dumb noises right now. But yeah. this is a good one. Yeah. All right. Global ranking rates U.S. weakest yeah. among liberal democracies. Yeah. So we're rated on eleven subdimensions, right? Electoral laws, electoral procedures, district boundaries, voter registration, party registration. Media coverage, campaign finance, voting process, vote count, results, and electoral authorities. Um, we rank low in every one of those, right? And you had huge efforts to suppress the vote of minority voters and so forth and so on. And the Republicans have been doing that for 30 years. Um, so anyway, we rank dead last among developed countries. So. Woo! So yeah. we're number one. We are no, number last. Oh no, yeah. like wherever we seventeen go. of seventeen. Oh wonderful. Hey, check it out though. It is we have the least we're crime one any one else to be better worst. than the next kid. What? I got nothing. I was oh. trying to there's gotta be a way to frame it in a good way. I just don't feel like doing marketing for this. Safest country worst. in the world. Oh wait, ten times right. the death rate. All right. Key senators, I bipartisan gun oh, bill oh. deal this week. So the top Democratic negotiator of a package of gun bills prompted by the recent mass shootings, etc., etc., says he hopes to reach a deal with his Republican counterparts this week. So here goes the football. When this not All happens, right. we have to do the peanuts meme. Yep, absolutely. Uh, my hope is that we'll be able to come up with an agreement by the end of the week says Chris Murphy, Democrat, Democrat, Connecticut. The discussions have been really positive, and I'm still hopeful we'll be able to get to a product. And, you know, it's, it's probably going to be more of an outline than detailed legislative text. How fucking stupid can a Democrat be? Apparently that's <laughs> stupid. I don't know. <laughs> if we screw this up, I'm going to enjoy hanging good grief on Biden. He doesn't mm -hmm. get to be elder statesman. He doesn't any of the stuff. No. Whatever soft landing he thought there might be yep. for old Democrats. Yep. No. And yep. I, he's going to be just. He's fine. Charlie Brown out there having just missed the football. He's a fucking multimillionaire. He's going to be fine. Yeah. No matter what happens. If America goes batshit yep. uh, communist hellscape or batshit theocracy hellscape, he's going to be in Paris and not much give a shit. Right. But he will be a big contributor. Yeah. Anyway, he will have helped it happen. Aye, the kids Way who were go. the kids who were at bat at the last half of the game are the most to fall for losing. Yeah, I just oh my god, it's, I, it, or at it's least most proximate to the failure that we continue to fall for this shit. Yeah, right. So next up will be the no, we can't word it that way. No, we need to narrow that a little hey, bit. Hey, Ukraine, so remember that more. episode where I got really shouty and said you should start rounding up names and photos of CIA guys? Yeah, just saying, we haven't like that hasn't changed. Beware the legacy of Hungary and the Mountain Yard. Everyone has ever been our friend or dependent on us for supply chain. All right. Extremism experts, uh, expert delivers a startling warning. So anyway, when we do nothing and nothing changes, uh -huh. right, this all just continues into the future. Uh -huh. And, you know. We're now in the worst of both worlds. We're pushing gun legislation that will almost surely not pass or not last. And be probably ineffectual. But. Yep. And that, according to our data, 
um, it makes those individuals who would have the violent sentiments even more concerned and more dangerous, right? We're drawing a doodle so, in their corner of the four square. Absolutely. Right? We're having this to respond is, to them. Well, terrorism and we're having to get out in public talking about gun control, which we're never going to get, right? Which does nothing but energize their team. It does nothing for our team. Absolutely nothing. At best. Yeah. Otherwise, it depresses. I don't know. I'm hoping it's not a magical-ass number. Um, no, but I think you're right. It depresses, right? Because when the Democrats fail totally yep. in the Senate, right, a number of Democrats are going to be disappointed. This is what we spend political capital on. Yeah, this is fucking completely, All utterly, show, goddamn no ridiculous. Both-siderism. Like, Just, this... And this plays into them, like, they get to double word score this at the end because nothing changed. Yeah. So they held the line. And the media is going to back them up next cycle on how come nothing ever gets done, even though we led you down this alleyway. And most of all, they'll be asking Democrats that question. Can I make the media like Woodhouse or some, is there someone else who's shitty in Charlie Brown with the football? Just psychotic. Lucy? Yeah, but... McConnell's Lucy. McConnell's actually got a plan. The media yeah. just has a lot of people with good hair and wants to write an easy story and get home early. And I mean, shit, I can't complain. I'm not going to move to D.C. and do this job, but I got to do this job. I'm not going to do their job. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. How much are you, how much are you guys getting paid? A lot. I can. Then I probably do your job. And lobbyists pay you money, too. Oh, I, yeah. I do that. I'm just fabulous vacations. That noise. If I was yeah. going to do that shit, I'd go straight security contractor. Because that way, if it does go Mad Max, I've got some guys I can call. Yeah. All right. Updates with Boomer Rex health threats. So, CDCE says the risk of monkeypox to the general public remains low, but they have heightened the alert, which encourages people to avoid contact with sick people, really, including those with genital, with skin or genital lesions, as well as sick or dead animals. No fucking kidding. Now really? my licking doorknobs joke seems a lot less funny. It also um, urges those displaying symptoms to seek, uh, to avoid contact with others and to seek health care. Yeah, if you have genital lesions, tell an adult. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, the one other thing was put your goddamn mask on on public transport. So, because it can spread yeah. that way. Uh, climate weirding. Okay, so first and foremost... Um, Biden actually did something right. He lifted the um, punitive tariffs on four countries that provide us with low-cost solar panels, again, using Chinese componentry. That's why they were on the list to start with. Um, But it has hugely affected the solar industry. Solar companies are up by... 5 to 15% because now they have stock yeah, and they can go because what we do here is install. We don't give a shit where the panels come from as long as they work, etc., etc., etc. Right. If they don't catch fire and don't have a remote kill switch, who fucking cares? Yeah, absolutely. But there's another interesting one. So what has been discovered in areas that are, are moderately arid is that installing solar panels above agricultural land actually helps the little plants. And so they have a new idea um, on how to improve that, which is that you can add a hydrogel to the backside of the panels, which will absorb water from from the air, 
and then can release it to your agricultural product. Hmm. Um, I, right now, it's just it, it's no more than a, a, a halfway decent idea, yeah. but it's certainly worth looking at. And the other half of that is that while it's releasing the water during the daytime, it will help cool the solar panels, which will make them more efficient. So anyway, nice. Um, it's cute. I like that. Probably not a bad idea to set it up so your sprinklers spray on your solar panels anyway, just to keep them clean. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Is, that, is that it? That's it. Okay. So we, we talked last night. Uh, yeah, the last night about a Fox News, some, you know, what Fox News has been talking about. So today I was scrolling through my YouTube <laughs> and uh, Tucker Carlson popped up and. Yeah, it was from yesterday at some point, so I said, you know what? So it's at least fresh and new. Fuck it. I'll check it out. What's Tucker Carlson yelling about? That yeah. that could be interesting. What happened? So, I I hit play, and I hear Tucker Carlson start his little rant. He says, Peter Navarro is the picture of a law-abiding American citizen. He's a 72-year-old retired business school professor. He's got a PhD in economics from Harvard University. His most recent job was uh, extremely white-collar. He served as the White House trade advisor in the last presidential administration, famous for his tough stance on China. He's never been charged with a crime. He's never trafficked fentanyl, for example, from Mexico. In fact, his hobby is yoga, and riding his bicycle. <clears throat> In short, Peter Navarro doesn't seem like a criminal, much less a danger to this nation. End quote. Let's see, Peter Navarro was arrested a few days ago and whined about having handcuffs put on. I thoroughly mm -hmm. enjoyed that. So. The masters of the universe, come on. Yeah, I'm not supposed to put handcuffs on a rich man. So, Don't put handcuffs on your butters. It embarrasses one, everyone. One of the outrageous claims that he makes is that Peter Navarro was put in leg irons. Fuck. Um, I think he was. Like, they do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So they can't run. He was arrested in an airport. Yeah. I've never not had leg irons. Never heard of that. But anyway, but it's just ridiculousness anyway so he complains about nancy pelosi and liz cheney in the january 6th committee now so he starts with his whole speech about how awesome peter navarro is right and then he immediately goes into what about is yeah just instantly yeah, absolutely and i'm sitting there listening to him just letting it wash over me going what the fuck are you even talking about the number of names that he mentioned, it took me three hours to research his 16-minute spiel. Yep. 16 minutes, three fucking hours. Well, and that's why fact-checking is a thankless involvement, yeah. So, anyway, he, he says, uh, you know, Steve Bannon, you know, was in trouble for a fake crime that's similar to what... Peter Navarro is going through, and that's happening this summer. And um, then he he shares this, you know, set of clips about ten seconds each clip or so uh, of black guys talking about how bad Peter Navarro is. Really saying anything except that the FBI picked him up and mm -hmm. blah blah blah. 
But it was all black guys, which really bothered me because I was like, of all the people on MSNBC, CNN, blah, 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 you name them, um, why did he pick the black people? Every American with their head out of their ass would have said something bad about Peter Navarro. Right. And they were. And they have been. Um, they've been reporting on Peter Navarro yep. pretty steadily for the last couple of days. So my question is, why did he choose the black people? Yeah, and I think we say... all know the real answer to this. This isn't yeah, a real absolutely. question. This what is one of those rhetorical questions. Yeah, yeah. I want to, like, gild your lily some more on the... Right? What is it about that coverage? Because the entire class laughed at fucking stupid and the other one. Yeah. Right? Like, Navarro's bust was great. He got hurt walked. That never fucking happens. I know. It's wonderful. I think the thing that weirded me out the most is he took the extra step that when there was like two people, yeah. almost all of them were black. There was only, I think, one of the yeah. four clips yes. that it was a white guy and a black guy, yeah. but it was the black guy talking. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, you really sent people out there to really yeah, dig no, out that's just the, the black guy. So did it bother yeah. the like assembler of this piece or Tucker Carlson himself? Or did their surveillance on their audience say? Because yeah. I agree, hey, not every Tucker Carlson fan is a white supremacist. Every white supremacist is a Tucker Carlson fan. Absolutely. Because he does things like this. That it does I one of the things I love about watching you learn politics and the way we've been telling these lot same lies for so long is it's like in Ocean's Eleven when you find out some of the names for crimes. Right, or at least modern pretend advances of like second story man and stuff like that. Yeah. And that you get to see and that you call out the fact of, yeah, he really did focus on it. It was just the black guys. That's what bothered yeah. him. Yeah. Whole yeah. Ass ass. Everybody yesterday, there's B roll of them laughing about, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> because yep. it's funny. An asshole fell down in front of everyone. Yeah. And, and, and so he continues and he goes on about, um, he talks about, the law needing to be applied equally across the board. Yep. And those were, that's a quote, applied equally across the board. And anything less is, quote, not justice. What the fuck are you even talking about? He doesn't even know what he's talking about. Yeah, what this country do you live in? There is no equality in, in this. And it's not in, it's <laughs> not in the Democrats' favor. This is his argument that, 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 that the Democrats are in favor. And they're not getting in trouble for things. So these are the examples he uses. Yep. He talks about Eric Holder, who 10 years ago uh, refused to turn over documents in the Fast and Furious scandal. And he was not arrested based on executive privilege, which he had. Right, and Navarro doesn't. And the Fast and the Furious scandal is all ridiculous anyway, the whole thing well, I mean, it started under Bush and came unglued under Obama. Yep. So. I mean, Bush is the one that pushed this forward. Absolutely. And then Obama got stuck with whatever was it's left. It's what you do when the executive branch knows they can't get effective legislation on an issue. Right. Which doesn't probably, at least in that direction, have much of a legislative solution of long-term... So, they developed value. lots of evidence on um, illegal gun sales and gun running and so forth. And couldn't find a single prosecutor who was willing to prosecute it. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, anyway. Didn't find the most restrictive gun store in Arizona that said one a had a sign that said one AK per customer per day. Yeah. Which, so, yeah. Talk about a restriction. Yeah. So, 
he his complaint is that a federal judge was not involved in Peter Navarro's arrest, and that the there had the been three state, uh, the the Senate and the the House used the Democratic majority to push through the, this getting him whatever without speaking to a federal judge that was referred to DOJ DOJ to... charged yeah. him We're he right. is charged with a federal felony is that all I am I'm not sure there are federal misdemeanors but but I'm telling you that this is his argument right so yeah. his argument is that there it's was no federal bullshit. judge involved yes yeah which is not um, true and he says that that's it's, a false statement he, he calls this arrest partisan revenge which is false on its face well, but it's in their um, standard book of whataboutism, so. Yeah, no, and then again, no, it's than this, this whole section that I'm telling you now is all whataboutism. So the next person he mentions is Michael Sussman, who was found not guilty. And and he's talking about, um, you know, Michael Sussman, uh, you know, was uh, lied to the FBI about the Russian collusion, and he said, myth? Yeah, and I put air quotes yep. around that, yep. but it's not a myth. Um, and he says uh, the FBI was working with Sussman and that Sussman had a key card to FBI headquarters. He showed a random uh, screenshot of a, you know, text messages back and forth with somebody saying, yeah. I'm Michael Sussman and I'm whatever. And somebody saying, do you need a key card? And him saying, no, I, I'm good. I got one or something, and he's using that as his proof. Now, mind you, there's no phone number on it. There's no right. confirmation. I Googled it. It's unlikely to be true. It was on I, Fox News. I couldn't find this anywhere else, and I could find no place where it was confirmed or whatever, so right. I don't even know what he's talking about. But, hey, about. Tucker, baby, you um, want to know the important part of this? Is that Sussman went to trial, and a jury said he's not guilty, and those are the last words in that conversation. Yeah. Um, at the same time, this is what the left sounds like when they want to relitigate um, fucking shithead. Oh, yeah. Shot the kids. Yep. In wherever. Yeah. Can't remember his name. Anyway. And then he, he says a bullshit quote from Ben Warrington uh, from The Federalist. Like, well, that doesn't... I don't give a fuck what your Federalist idiots say. No, like, but it's an argument from authority. So then he yes. goes on, and he says... Andrew McCabe, Lisa Page, Peter Struzerk, they lied to the feds. And I'm like, okay, so I looked this all up. Um, so Lisa Page was criticized, uh, criticized Trump in texts during his presidency, and so did Peter Strokes. They also had a, uh, the two of them had a thing together. Um, I looked up Andrew McCabe, and I, McCabe. for some reason, yeah. McCabe did not write down notes. He's the one who got fired by a tweet. Ah, yes. And then sued. Yeah. So, anyway, just stupid. And he said that these people got rewarded because Andrew McCabe now works at CNN, Elisa Page now works at MSNBC, and uh, Peter Storzok yep. uh, works in Georgetown. So they got rewarded for lying, even okay. though. Eh, eh, whatever. So, I, part of this is it's a masterclass and about. 12 rhetorical tools yeah right and it's this amazing gumbo of logical fallacies um even better than that some of these are dumb and they're chosen to be dumb for the same reason they're the off-ramp for the right good conservatives who they don't like that that's cool 
but that guy drives a wildly bigger slice of your party. And so if this yep. really does send into something crazy, because let's be honest, no one thinks America is healthy. Yep. That howling side is going to be way more in charge. Yep. All right. Uh, and then he uh, talks about Jim Clapper and John Brennan and uh, how they perjured themselves on live TV. Um, I'm not sure exactly what he's referring to. Maybe the hearings about Russian interference in the 2016 election. And we know there was lots and lots crew. and lots of it. I had, At one point, I had six gigabytes of um, Russian interference, yeah. right, um, on Twitter and Facebook, right, which were passed to their Twitter bots and their Facebook yeah. bots, and then were seen by... Um, it's like six million encounters yeah. for the one they counted. It's wildly easier and, to gain the social media. Yeah. So yeah. But so anyway, again, just not true, and I don't, I don't know what point he was trying to make by bringing up um, something that he was wrong about. It's a multidisciplinary. Well, the kid, what they're really trying to do is Mueller put together a good story that said that the Russians had interfered in the in the election. And Trump had been complicit in that interference. And that's what the Mueller report says. Yeah, right. Right. Um, there was plenty there to bring charges against Donald Trump. Um, but you don't end up head of the FBI if you're going to rock the boat. Right. So anyway, well, and then you had Barr, who um, gave us a summary of what Mueller's findings yeah, were, which was complete horseshit. He did the other um, thing that DOJ views as its job, which is support the government of the United States at all turns yeah anyway so, so they keep trying to attack that because that's still out there and it's still a fact yep um he moves on to hunter biden um and he complains about uh hunter biden lying on a gun form um and that the, he claims that the secret service uh helped him and that's felony um great why i have no problems with hunter biden going to jail this doesn't bother me at all i don't care Yep. I really don't give a shit about but Hunter Biden. Um, so, sure, maybe we'll give him one point for that. So he's at negative well, did he present right any, now. Like, did he present any evidence that any of that was true? He shared one clip of uh, Hunter Biden saying he's not sure uh, the how it, you know, the like how the information the about the, the gun got out. And, yeah. So anyway, because your fucking family goes to rehab and writes in fucking journals and a lot of other things, but your family having a lot of shit out in public, and I say that as a kid who's handled some shit out in public, and you know what? Fucking knock it off, bro. Don't. But again, I just kind of like fluffed over this because I, again, I don't really care yeah, about. Yeah, I don't care about. Biden. Biden. Yeah, I, have still no pain. I have no problem saying, yeah, maybe, it, sure, yeah. I'm fine with that. Like, yeah. I don't care. Um, I don't care if he ends up the man in the iron mask. Then he talks about the Roger Stone FBI or. And I'm like, all oh, right, you know, and saying that that was wrong and he shouldn't have been whatever. Now, the original argument about the Roger Stone arrest was uh, only uh, that uh, the number of officers that was used, they didn't argue that he shouldn't have been arrested. Right. So he's now saying he shouldn't have been arrested and that this is the same as this wonderful Peter Navarro who should not be arrested. Well, either. what causes you to get arrested is a an indictment. So 
That's what you do when people are indicted, you go arrest them. But in all my research, even Fox News had only originally been complaining about yeah. the number of cops that they sent. I wish we had timestamps so I could see where we are in the 16 minutes of Tucker oh. Carlson's thing. Yeah. Of, this is how long he was, her thing. Anyway, so then he, he talks about, he mentions uh, Tony Podesta. Yeah. Tony Podesta. Yeah. Uh, who was a lobbyist who was caught up in a Russian email scandal and cooperated with investigators. Um, so his brother problem? was bad, and so he's separated from him, and he is now his own yeah. entity, and okay. fine. Cool. Um, again, I don't know why you would bring Tony Podesta up at this point. Because it's in sure. your great book yeah, of whataboutism. Yeah. And she knows why. Um, so then um, he talks, he makes this very very quick and wow. no explanation um says two left-wing lawyers at the bml riots burned police in their car and you know tried to murder police and and trapped them in their car mm -hmm. this is what he said he they trapped them in the car and tried to burn them so i i just googled um two lawyers bml riots and lo and behold guess what i found um this is Mattis and Rahem. Um, they're both serving 18 to 24 months. Um, they have no priors. They pled guilty. They feel bad about what they did, blah, blah, blah. Um, each are required to pay $30,137 in restitution to New York City. The police car that they threw a Molotov cocktail into uh, was already broken, and no cops were inside. Right. So there was no danger to anybody. Yep. The window was broken. You can see the car is empty. And they just threw a Maltal cocktail in it. And later on, they're like, that was probably a bad idea. We yep. probably shouldn't have done that. And we feel really bad about it. So they get 18 to 24 months. So for That's... the median prison sentence for January 6ers, it's 45 days. So anyway, my point is, is that he's trying to say that these women got off because what he said was they didn't get in trouble at all. Yeah. 18 to 24 months plus $30,000 in fines for yep. each of them. That's $60,000 in fines. Tucker Carlson lied. Yeah. No okay. shock there. Big surprise. But oh, again, it's going to be more than $60,000. I'm almost certainly going through a payment plan. I originally yeah. thought that this was going to be uh, really hard to find with how vague he was yeah. about it, but it really fucking wasn't. Yeah. Um, and then he talked about Tony Walker. Um, who got convicted of voluntary manslaughter. And so that's terrible. And he said that he killed a white boy and said, F that white M-effer. And that's what he said that this dude said. So I was like, what the fuck? So I Google Tony Walker and I look around. I can't find anything. So I Google a few more things. Tony Walker trial and whatever. So eventually, after a lot of searching, I the only thing I could find was a story about a black man that shot a white college student and will be serving a 25-year sentence after being in jail since his arrest in 2020. Okay. Um, he was charged with voluntary manslaughter due to a plea agreement when he admitted to doing the crime. Okay. Um, and I couldn't find any quote, even relating to the statement Tucker claims that he made. There were no witnesses, and the body wasn't found for like three hours or something. So, what? Again, just making shit just up make because up. Yep. you know that's what we do on Fox News. I guess we just we just throw things in there because it sounds good, Tucker. I mean, you can't even 
if, if I, after three hours of research, cannot fucking back up anything you're saying, except maybe the Hunter Biter thing, which I didn't even bother looking into because I don't give a fuck, what the hell? Ugh. Anyway. Um, and then he talks about uh, politicized law enforcement and how problematic that is. Yeah, no, it is problematic. I agree with you Absolutely. there. The problem is, is that you're coming at this from the wrong angle, Tucker. You yeah. really are. Um, so he calls for, uh, he, he calls the J6 committee lunatics, um, says their probe has been more harmful to America than the actual J6 insurrection. Yeah, again, what it's just Tucker Carlson just running his mouth. Oh my god, anything to take heat off of the January 6th insurrections. Anything yep. to take heat off them. And the um, leadership who got them into it and isn't... And he goes on to whine about the Dems not wanting to get rid of... Or about Dems wanting to get rid of the Electoral College and wanting voting rights. How do you want something that works? Yeah, How well, dare we? I mean, that one's standard, right? There is nothing that scares a Republican worse than the thought of an honest election. Nothing. And then in... Sorry, the system has a history of working when that's true. In, yeah. in, in, in his usual fashion of twisting and whatever, else, they're Americans, he they're shows right. an out-of-context clip of Liz Cheney with no explanation. Two and at the end hate. of her talking, he goes right into his talking uh -huh. point without any explanation. What was she talking about? Because she says it was definitely a um, a collusion. I definitely believe there was collusion or something like yes. that, right? Like right. there was definitely something going on. Right. And he's all like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh, my fucking God, shut up. Um, then he mentions uh, James Goldston. Because James Goldston is a former ABC News uh, president and uh, will be helping with the January 6th presentation on Thursday. Day. Absolutely. Um, and I think good old Tuck is just mad they didn't pick him. You jealous. Yeah. Me sad little panda. Yeah. I should have had that job. I do a much better job. Well, he job. can do the he can do the rebuttals. So anyway, if I anybody wanna, bothers to cover I didn't want to get into the Liz Cheney quote because again, it was completely taken out of context. I have no idea what she was talking about or when. I could make some I could come yeah. up with some ideas because I feel like I have an idea of what she was talking about, but I was not going to chase down that clip. Yeah. Not after three hours. This is three hours it took me yeah. to tell Tucker Carlson, go fuck yourself. And it's been longer than that in my life, Mr. Carlson, and you now owe me for that. And we're going to spend a moment here right now talking about it. Because, no, one of the things that's hard for me sometimes is... I read 40K for fun, and, like, I didn't even know the Nazis were into it. It makes me kind of sad. I was so sad when they first started in the God Emperor shit. But anyway, there's a thing called scrap code, which is demonic computer code. And this is one of those things that I find useful as an example of, because, first off, I think it's true you may genuinely not have the instincts for it because you don't ever picture yourself having to work a mob into, and that's why we're going to go over there and kill everybody we meet. If they look at you, kill them. And I don't do that. That's bad, right. the internet. But, no, this is, like I said, a masterclass on um, one of the things Tucker Carlson and his ilk do very well is one of the things all our good speakers do. It's called And But Therefore, which is a way you can you can talk to people and all but gibber at them, as we saw with right. 
President Trump would just speak word salad. Yeah. That I challenge people who say they're smart to whatever to read a transcript of what he said out loud right. and not giggle. Oh, no. My favorite is, um, you know, back when he was president and, and all of the people we would watch would just read it monotone yep. or like have like the computer read it or something. Yep. And then my favorite was one of uh, one of the people we watched did this fun thing where they just had like did predictive text. Uh-huh. And it sounded exactly like something that would come out of uh-huh. Trump's mouth. It was hysterical. Yeah. I died. I was like, oh, my God. It's always asshole said. Scrap code. Yeah, no, this is a method of communication started in the revivalist preachers and the televangelists and yep. perfected in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Um, that, no, it is the worst of all of the things. Yep. Yeah. Um, one of the things you kept coming back to is this mix of unimportant trivia and some shit that if you really believe what he was talking about, right? And when he made the reference, you got all the things you're like, God damn, yeah, we should have investigated the shit out of that. Right. Because you have heard some original story. Yeah. Right. It's to make those all the same size. Right. Because what comes next, if they really do snatch control, right? Usually when democracies go in a crazy direction like that, you end up with this wildly capricious punitive system yeah. where a lot of it's, it's, it's based on the normal who you know matters more than anything else, but then it's just taken to weird places. Yep. And that's part of its structure. But anyway, I'm always trying to digress it to the... No, and, and, and this whole, again, 16 minutes, and it took me over three hours we've been yeah. sitting around for a long time since i since i found this because i found the video as we were walking yeah. out of the trailer to come oh, okay. come oh and you and i at uh boomer rex and i have trouble because we're listening to it and the, all of the parts that are supposed to lull you into sleep because you're not supposed to be listening to it right you're yeah. not supposed to be actually you're dissecting just supposed it and stuff. to be no, absorbing be the insight it's supposed to be on the in the background that's why he ends on a high yeah. note um that's why he's got a couple of steens in there because remember this country couldn't get set on rosenstein or stein when he was running the fbi yeah no i and, i want to say like and nothing and nothing uh, in flame of white supremacist no, no, no. Mm-hmm. like yeah. watching a black man criticize a rich white man oh, yeah. nothing he's just a successful businessman why no, do we got to be attacking success yeah and 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 here's my thing i'm going to be totally honest i was watching this and my brain did start doing that what the fuck is he talking about? And then he'd say a name I recognized, yep. and I'd be like, "Whoa, what is that? What was that about again?" Like my brain would be like, "I think we know this. Like I, I know I've heard yep. about this, but yep. just." And then like I just washed it. Like the whole middle part where he was doing just the what out of his, you know, what aboutism. I was just like my brain was just like. We've got nothing, boss. This isn't right. We know it's not right. We don't know why it's not right, but it doesn't sound right. Yeah. And well, in the glib way he handles the sources and the way they're doing the framing of it and the rest. And he talks fast. Uh, yep. And well, and a lot of this is the changing of the medium, right? I, yep. Nancy Grace's contribution of making the video aspect part of the <laughs> trance induction. No, and again, like maybe, maybe he might have some points on a few things, but not the way he said no, it. That's the glimmer of Tucker well, Carlson's. Well, you went kid. through a bunch of them. Um, he and Glenn Beck are two that are perfecting this every, however often, really. Yeah. They flip over and go, "Oh my God, the partisan 
uh, ship is unacceptable, right? And both sides need to come to the table and, you know, take personal responsibility for their contribution to where we've gotten. Because right now, America needs to go forward together till, oh, wait, hey, someone buy gold. Yeah. But it looks good and it makes the other press cover you with a half of, right? How many times did CNN want to go? And that was the night that Donald Trump became president. Yeah. And the problem is, I know that's going to happen. January 20th, 2024. Uh, and 2028. The first time he got elected 32. was a bad night for me. I fucking screamed. Yeah. I fucking drank myself stupid and then went to work the next day. Like yep. I had to behold the power of the idiot box. It told Americans that he was a good businessman. <laughs> then as president of the United States, he attacked the United States, which was really weird. It was kind of like when he did that flag, but like what do you do to the flags when no one was around? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Only, like, a lot of people were helping them, and, huh. Um, now, I've got a bigger question with some of this, because really one of my final fallback things for why America couldn't fall to this kind of shit was, that means there were Secret Service people. They need to fucking explain. Did they hear crimes, or were they just conveniently the fuck elsewhere? Were they not guarding Trump? as well as they could have to avoid hearing something that would have made them take action? Um, I'd Do like to acknowledge... know how often they were sent out of the room and so forth. Yeah. Right. I have some questions about whether or not you should be able to send the Secret Service out of the room the president's likely mm -hmm. to be in. Oh, I forgot to mention, um, when he was talking about Michael Sussman, um, his complaint was the judge was an Obama-appointed judge, um, and three of the jurors... Um, just happened to give money to Hillary Clinton's campaign. And and that's why this ruling was complete bullshit. Because three whole jurors. No, no. no but it's, it's to call into doubt the honesty of your fellow American. It's a bunch of acidic things thrown in right. kind of any direction. In hopes that in an unguarded minute, some of it will sneak past your... Yeah. Whatever right. intellectual so, defenses you have. Basically, what I did hear for y'all is I I completely tore this apart. And I, yeah. I I picked out every major piece. So every name he mentioned, I literally, every name he mentioned, I Googled. I got all the, and even when he didn't mention a name, I found what he was fucking talking about. But my point is, is that this is not okay. No. This is not reporting. This is not news. He is not a news person. He is a personality that gives bad opinion pieces. And you know what? He is a right wing, or, or I'm sorry, a white supremacist provider of information, right? So he provides no, white no, there's supremacists no information there. with it's, their... It's with not their, information, it's incitement. Yeah. He provides them with their arguments that yeah. they will then use. And as you In were saying arguments. earlier. Yeah. Because an argument has a point. An argument is backed up by some sort of observable data. Right. The observable data does not support these statements. Right. It's um, just incitement. And you made that statement earlier about not um, not every every person who watches Tucker Carlson is a whatever. Yeah. But every whatever watches. That's what we're getting when we talk to the right royalty that's escaped. America's neo-Nazi yeah. side. Right, a couple of kids who come out of, like, big families and former parts of the Klan. Yep. And, yeah, no, I, they acknowledge that in all the places they know they're going to do well, they, right, follow Tucker Carlson's popularity, basically. Yeah. 
Exactly. So I I might turn this into um you know maybe once a week we'll oh, pick probably a not. Yeah. Please don't. A Tucker Carlson rant. Yeah. Okay. There's other ones too. I part of yeah. it is Tucker Carlson's annoyingly good at this. It's the the and but therefore really is a thing worth googling if you're into right rhetorical tools, and it allows you to do this because it absolutely sidetracks the our feeling of the need that words have to build on each other right and like be attached in some way right or make sense um the words are very much closer to minecraft in terms of you can build all four walls and connect them later yeah. right that we've seen with good comics can do callbacks that there's a, a an entertainer's oh, yeah. value to this and tucker carlson is not only good at it no so i think i'll keep an eye on him and uh you know when he does stupid stuff like this maybe you know have a little fun with it. But anyway. If Eddie Haskell grew up and had an intellectual meth problem. Um, let us know. Comment, like, subscribe, hurt, follow, review. Tell us, do you want to hear more about me breaking down Tucker Carlson's terrible rants? Or other um, people's terrible rants. Yeah, I don't care. Give me a name. I'll fucking go for it. Um, send me a link. I'll watch it and I'll do the research for you if, if you're not sure. If it's a Democrat, if it's a Republican, I will look it up and I will tell you, yeah, this is true. This isn't true. I couldn't find anything about this. So anyway, uh, go to Boomerax Tonight No Spaces on Facebook for fun memes and a link to our Patreon. Give us a dollar. You can find us on YouTube as Boomerax. Or check your favorite podcasting service for Boomerex tonight. We can be found on over a dozen different platforms, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Samsung Podcasts. And hit us up on Twitter at Boomerex Tonight. Don't forget, if you go to Google and you Google Boomerex Tonight, no spaces, all links will lead you to us. We love you all, and we'll see you back all here right. tomorrow night for Boomerex Tonight. Boomer. It's an hour and text the fucking rich. <laughs>